There's not many things you'll find on every ballot in Arkansas this November. I mean, we'll all see governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, those sorts of races. But there's another thing we're all going to find. Ballot measures. There's one titled, An Amendment to the Arkansas Constitution Concerning Extraordinary Sessions of the General Assembly. Here's another one. A constitutional amendment to create the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. Confused yet? Don't worry. That's where your podcast friends come in. Hi, I'm Matthew Moore, and this is Natural Election, a podcast from Ozarks at Large and KUAF all about elections in Arkansas. Throughout this series, we'll examine what it takes to vote in the natural state ahead of the election on November 8th. On the ballot this year, you'll see four different measures that could potentially become amendments to the Constitution. Well, actually, maybe only three of them, but we'll get into that in a bit. Let's start by talking about the state motto of Arkansas, Regnet Populus, which is Latin for the people rule. One way we've seen this motto play out time and time again is with amendments to the state Constitution. 102 of them as of right now. By comparison, Oklahoma's constitution has been amended 29 times. Tennessee, just seven. Well, I think overall, we've amended our constitution in far too much of a haphazard fashion. That's State Representative David Ray of Maumel, and the sponsor of a potential amendment to the Arkansas Constitution, which will be issue two on the ballot this November. And what it would do is it would increase the threshold for passage of future constitutional amendments and for ballot measures from a bare majority, which is 50% plus one, up to 60%. A ballot measure about future ballot measures. Politics is sexy, y'all. Like Representative Ray said, the current threshold for a measure that is on the ballot to become an amendment to the Constitution is just 50% plus one. For simplicity's sake, let's say there's a thousand voters. 500 vote yes, 500 vote no. The measure doesn't pass. The vote needs to be 501 to 499 to officially become an amendment currently in Arkansas. Now, on the surface, this may not sound like that big of a deal, right? But what that doesn't necessarily take into consideration is the work it takes to get onto the ballot itself. Now, there's two ways this happens. One is what is called a legislatively referred constitutional amendment. A majority vote is required in both chambers of the Arkansas State Legislature, the House and the Senate, to refer a measure to the ballot. Pretty straightforward. The other way is called a citizen-initiated constitutional amendment. A little less straightforward. They have to collect a specific amount of signatures from a specific amount of counties. We'll have a link on our website that gives a more granular breakdown if you're interested. Suffice it to say, it's much harder threshold to pass than legislators have to pass. Just ask a man who's worked on a whole host of ballot measures over the last three decades. Trying to get casinos uh, legalized in Arkansas, primarily in Crittenden County, because that's when Tunica was up and going. 
David Couch is an attorney in Arkansas with lots of experience on the citizen-initiated ballot measures. I led the medical marijuana initiative that passed in 2000 and, God, I guess it's 16 now. Come back to 2018, was involved in the measure that actually authorized the four additional casinos in Arkansas. My client are the um, Cherokee. And then uh, in 2018, we raised the minimum wage again. 2020, we had two measures that, that we were trying to get on the ballot. One, uh, independent redistricting commissioning to deal with gerrymandering. And the second one was top four primary rank choice voting. We collected enough signatures to get both of those amendments on the ballot. And uh, the Supreme Court took them off the ballot and let people vote on them. Since the year 2000, there have been 25 amendments to the Arkansas Constitution. One of those was a citizen-initiated amendment in 2004 that banned same-sex marriage in the state that was later overturned. Three other citizen measures have passed in the last 20 years. The establishment of the state lottery in 2008, medical marijuana in 2016, and the authorization of four casinos in 2018. The other 21 amendments were all brought forward by the legislature. Our state constitution is Arkansas's charter document. Representative David Ray again. And it should only be amended when there's genuine consensus among the voters. That's why I offered issue two is because it provides what I believe is a much needed guardrail. Under our current system, it's very easy for big money, out-of-state special interests to hijack our rules for the ballot initiative system or our state constitutional amendment system and really sort of pull the wool over the voters' eyes and run deceptive ads and effectively buy a constitutional amendment. That is just such a ridiculous, another ridiculous argument and sort of the standard talking point. That is Bonnie Miller, the president of the League of Women Voters of Arkansas, as well as the campaign manager for Protect Our Constitution, a group opposed to issue two. I've worked on these grassroots campaigns that are led by Arkansans. These are policies that we want. So again, this idea that we can't think for ourselves or make educated, informed decisions is wildly insulting and shows, like I said, just very little faith in us. And it's just, it's their standard talking point, you know, dark money, out-of-state money. As we've pointed out, it's really tough to get a citizen-initiated constitutional amendment on the ballot already. Just seven have even made it onto the ballot in the last 20 years. The legislature, by comparison, has the authority to refer up to three amendments on the ballot every two years. Do you have any concrete examples of of some of the ballot measures that you're kind of thinking of when you're talking about pulling the wool over voters' eyes or or being a little misleading? Well, just in the last election, there were several unsuccessful attempts to amend the Constitution, whether it was so-called independent redistricting or whether it was ranked choice voting or whether it was jungle primaries. There were several attempts um, to, in my opinion, mislead the voters. Let's break down those three that Representative Ray mentions here. In 2020, there was a citizen-initiated constitutional amendment proposed to offer a Citizens Redistricting Commission. The ballot measure ended up not being allowed on the ballot due to a requirement that sponsors certify that canvassers pass background checks. 
the citizen-initiated amendment for ranked choice voting failed to make it on the ballot for the same reason. A part of that was the jungle primaries that Representative Ray talks about. So to say that these examples misled voters would be a bit misleading itself, since voters didn't actually vote on them. Let's not forget, 60% is a pretty significant threshold for a vote of any nature. At the current threshold of 50% plus one, 24 amendments have passed, not counting the overturned same-sex marriage ban. But with the 60% threshold, that would be cut to just 13. That would exclude the half-cent sales tax for roads and infrastructure that passed in 2012, which technically means we wouldn't have a continuation of that sales tax in 2020, which wouldn't have passed by the 60% marker anyway. Here's another one. An amendment from 2014 that now requires legislative review and approval of all changes to state agencies' administrative rules. That sounds pretty reasonable, right? That the legislature has the ability to give checks and balances to state agencies. This one had massive bipartisan support in the House and the Senate. But it only passed by 59.06% on the ballot. Wouldn't have made it. And of course, medical marijuana. This amendment has provided more than $32 million in tax revenue to Arkansas for the 2022 fiscal year alone. Much of that tax revenue is going to the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences National Cancer Designation Trust Fund. 53%. Wouldn't have made it. And of course, it's important to remember that this constitutional amendment on the ballot that would require a 60% threshold for future amendments on the ballot just needs 50% plus one votes to pass. All right, so what does a yes vote mean on issue two? And what does a no vote mean? A yes vote supports requiring a 60% supermajority vote of approval from voters to adopt constitutional amendments. A no vote opposes requiring a 60% supermajority on both legislatively referred and citizen-initiated ballot measures. We'll be right back. KUAF is your source for news and entertainment on the air and in your podcast feed. With podcasts like Ozarks at Large, Resilient Black Women, The Lunch Hour, and The R Word. You can rely on KUAF to bring you a diverse lineup of culture and news you need whenever you need it. Find our entire lineup of podcasts at KUAF.com slash podcasts. Earlier, I talked about a ballot measure that might not actually get to be an amendment, even if it gets the votes. That highly contested amendment is about recreational marijuana, which was brought forward as a citizen-initiated measure. We'll spend lots of time on that measure in a few weeks on this show, but here's where we stand right now. Enough signatures from enough counties were certified by the Secretary of State. The Board of Election Commissioners made the motion to deny the ballot title and popular name for the amendment. The group who brought forward the amendment appealed to the Arkansas Supreme Court, and as of right now, 
the Supreme Court has allowed the measure back on the November ballot until they decide how to proceed with the Arkansas Board of Election Commissioners' decision to not approve its title. Next week, though, we're going to take you to church. Reporter Daniel Carruth is talking about issue three and the idea behind the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. And you'll have two opportunities to see us live in September. Sunday, September 18th, we'll be hanging out at Shiloh Square in downtown Springdale as part of the Model Citizen Rally and Register event in partnership with Interform. And you can join us live at the Pryor Center in downtown Fayetteville for a live taping of Natural Election around the topic, Does My Vote Matter? That's on Tuesday, September 27th, starting at 6 p.m. Natural Election is hosted and produced by me, Matthew Moore. My co-hosts are Daniel Carruth and Rachel Sanchez-Smith. Natural Election is a production of Ozarks at Large, KUAF. Find out more about when to vote, where to vote, all those sorts of details, KUAF.com slash vote. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.